There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. Chai FM, soul to soul, here on a Friday afternoon, here in a very cold Johannesburg today. It was waking up today was a challenge. Getting out of bed today was a challenge. But I hope you're all well, I hope you're all safe, hope you're all warm, and I hope you're all getting ready for another amazing Shabbos. Kodesh Baruch Hashem, we're to another Another Shabbos, yes, another Shabbos where we're going to be at home still without our our shoes and somehow the pain doesn't get less, it gets more as we miss as we miss it more and more and we constantly look forward to the time where we'll go back to shore, but even more you know, then just going back to shore we want we want the ultimate. So we want to be able to go back to to the base of Mikdash and, and we dive into our Kodesh Baruch and the opportunity is is there for us to really shine and really become special, special people. So let's talk today a little bit about becoming a a special, a special person. And maybe how to become a really amazing, amazing person. So we have at the beginning of this week's Pasha, we know this week's Pasha starts with the mitzvah, the menorah, ba'aleischas haneras, that's the mitzvah for Arna Koyin, to light the menorah, to set up the candles in the morning and to light the, the, the menorah in the, in the, uh, in, in the evening. And, and Rashi in, in, uh, there in, in Perukhas Pasuk Beis is, is, is bothered by what's the connection between the Pasha of the lighting of the menorah to the last discussion we had in Pasha's Nasai, which was the bringing of the Korbanas Hanukkah's Hamishkan, uh, which was the the, uh, the the dedication by the twelve Nesim and the Kabbonas they brought at the at the to celebrate the dedication and the, and the inauguration of the of, of the Mishkan. And how does that connect to the beginning of Balaiska, which deals with Aaron lighting the Menorah in in the uh, in the Mishkan? And Rashi says that the meaning of the of the connection is that. When Aaron Akoyin found out that the Nasim were all bringing their amazing korbanas and they were exactly the same and they were quite, quite substantial. And all the Nasim will bring korbanas and he and his shavit were not included in, in the inauguration at all. So he felt, uh, he felt depressed. He felt upset. What's going on? How come we don't, we don't, uh, we don't get such an opportunity? How come we're missing out? On such an amazing, amazing uh, opportunity, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu responds to him. Hashem said to him, and Hashem appeased him, and said, "Don't worry, you'll have the special mitzvah of lighting the menorah that that no one else has. No one else but the coin is allowed to light the menorah in the in in the base of Mikdash." So the first obvious question is, why not? Why wasn't Aaron? Included within the CM in these, uh, in these inaugural carbonus. Why, why didn't Shevet Levy also get a chance to bring, to bring, uh, uh carbonus? And the answer is that, uh, these, these Nassim possessed a, a schus, possessed a, a merit, 
which they acquired years before, during the time of the of the Avdus, the time of the slavery in Mitzrayim. We know that they were appointed in charge. You know, the, the Egyptian overlords didn't want to get their hands dirty and actually dealing with the Jews. So they appointed like, like couples. They appointed Jewish overseers, and they were there to ensure that the Jewish slaves would fulfill their daily quota of creating, of creating bricks. And of course, when the, when it became impossible for the brick construction, uh, uh, quota to be fulfilled, because Paro made this new decree, which, uh, required them to, to actually make their own straw, they had to collect their own straw from the fields and then, uh, make the bricks and still come up with the same, the same numbers. So the, really the job of these policemen was really to punish the, the, the Jews and, and, and whip them into shape with, you know, kind of more and more intensifying sort of pressure to, to attain the goal, push them, you know, even beyond their human capability to try to get this, what the Egyptians, what the Egyptians wanted. However, these foremen, we know had the Rachmanas, they had compassion on all the other Yidin, and and uh, and instead of instead of flogging and, and hitting the 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 Yidin, so they were the ones who were then lashed by the Egyptian police, right? Who employed them? Their 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 bosses whipped them. They took the lashes instead of hitting the other Yidin, and as a reward for them being prepared to take the punishment instead of the giving out to the Jews. So they were given this privilege to be part of the inauguration of, of, of the Beis HaMikdash and, and bringing these, these, uh, these, uh, these kavanas. That's what Rashi says in, 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 uh, in Perik Zion, Pasuk Beis and Rashi. They know they sacrificed their own bodies for the bodies of their fellow fellow Jews, therefore they merited to offer the, the Karbonus for the for the uh, for the Mishka. The Torah when presenting these Karbonus that the Nasim brought, so each one if we examine it, the, the, the Torah gives all these leaders of Klaiso, they're called Nisie Yisrael, the princes of Eretz Yisrael. Elsewhere they're called Nisie Hamatois the princes of the tribes, Haim Ha'imadin Alapakudim, they were the ones who helped Moshe Rabbeinu with the counting of the, of the Jewish nation. These were the leaders of Klaisar, the leaders of, of the tribes, and they were standing, you know, by, by, by when this census was, was taken. Why? Right? So, so we see that before they're even mentioned, the, the Korbanas that, that, uh, that are brought, the Torah felt it necessary to give them each the title of 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 Nesiyei Yisrael, Nesiyei Hamatais, or Oim Demolapakudin, which really <laughs> the census only took place a month later, right? The the, the inauguration of the Mishkan was on Rosh Chodesh Nisan. The census that we read about at the beginning of Parshas Bamidbar was actually only a month only a month later.
you know, they're, 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 you understand that they did play a they did play a big uh, a big uh, a big role, but this wasn't even this wasn't even uh, uh, happened happened yet. So the the forum the forum say uh, that the the all when we talk about all these titles are all referring to the 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 the, the zchus of these nesiim. And, and why they were given this course to then participate in the, in the, uh, in the Hanukkah Sabayas, in the, in the, in the sacrifices brought for the generation. Why these were the Nesim of Yisrael. Now, from said that the words Nasi is actually an acronym. It's an acronym for the, for the words Nishmas Yisrael Shoirash Elekus. They realized that Every single Jew, every single, every single Yid who's, uh, who's called, right? A, a Yid possesses a Neshama, which we know is Mamish Chelek Elakayim Yimal. It's a, it's a little piece of, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, uh, uh, himself. And, uh, it's in the highest, highest source, right? There's this place called Knesset Yisrael, where all the Neshamas, are one, they're all inseparable, and all of them come from there. So therefore, the root of every yid is the aftas, is, is the unity with, with each other. We all come from the same, from the same place. And, and that's, for that, from that really comes the, the mitzvah of, of Yahafta Lureacha Kamaycha. Love, love your friend as yourself because he's really you and you're really him. The Nishamas all, all were joined together, all come from Itakas Kisya Kabbas. They're all, they're all actually one. And, and, uh, and, uh, you know, it's like, you know, the hand and the body. It's not two separate entities. It's all, it's all one entity. It's only when the Nishama comes down into the lower worlds, into, into our worlds. So then it takes on it's unique uh, characteristics. It has own koychos, but in Shemayim, all the neshamas are, are are together. All the neshamas are are, uh, are are one. And we'll be back with a continuation of this and some halacha in a moment. This is one one point nine high FM. The program is soul to soul, and this is the greatest Jewish radio station in all of Africa. There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. One one point nine High FM. We're back on your radio here on a Friday afternoon in a cold Johannesburg. But Baruch Hashem, we're being warmed by the fact that Shabbos Kodesh Parashas Baleischa is coming, just as we always do at this point on the show, to give you the necessary times and details you need to be able to cope with this Shabbos. Candlelighting today is no later than five minutes past five. Five or five is the latest time to get them up, but you can already do it much earlier. About uh, 20 past 4, maybe 18 minutes past 4, you can already light light the candles. Get your Shabbos going going early. It's an incredible, incredible thing to be able to 
love Shabbos so much and be so, so in, in rapture with it that you want to add on time, you want to make it even longer, you want to start as early as you possibly, as you possibly can to do the Mairev and make Kiddush and sit down and have a, and have an amazing, amazing Shabbos, Shabbos meal. Uh, Shkia then has of course 18 minutes later at 523 is, is, uh, is, is Shkia, which means proper night for saying Shema would be about 541. I want to read then Davin Mayev and say Krishna without having to to repeat the 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 Shmona uh, again. Uh, tomorrow I said is, is normal Pashas Balaiska with the regular Haftera uh, Pirkei Ovis. Tomorrow we're going to be saying Perik Beis, the second chapter of of Pirkei Ovis, and Shabbos Kodesh ends tomorrow evening at five fifty-seven, three minutes before six. We'll take leave of. Of the, uh, of, of, of the Shabbos. And, uh, you know, gotta, gotta take advantage of it while we have it and, and, and use it, and use it, uh, use it properly. So we're talking about the fact that every Neshama in Klaiso is really one. And, 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 and the word Nasi, uh, 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 symbolizes the fact that there is this Shayrish, there's this root at which all the Neshamas are, are one. And, and these great people who realized that this that we're all together, so they took upon themselves to suffer willingly, right, and to get beaten by the hands of these uh, Egyptian overlords, rather than to persecute their own their own their own brethren. And that incredible willingness to to suffer and put up for for others, so it's it's actually perhaps even alluded to. They're called nisiyei hamatois. So we know matis also means the tribe, but it also means a staff or, or, or stick. So they were the Nassim, they were willing to be beaten. Why? To help another year, to save another year from having to, from having another, another, another situation. And in what kind of situation? So the, the, it was this, it was this scene, the scenario of, 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 uh, of Pekudim, which means Counting and missing because of these bricks that were that were missing, so they 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 took the punishment for that rather than than uh, allow the Jews to be to be uh, to be hit. And they yeah they they were they were they were the they were the foremen they were the uh, in, in Machine they were they were the bosses to ensure the the daily completion of the brick quotas. And when the numbers were missing, so they were beaten instead of the rank and file. Frank and Fowl Jews. Now, Shevet Levi was not one of the one of, one of the tribes <laughs> that had to work. They were never enslaved in uh, in 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 uh, Mitzrayim. Rashi says that in, in back in back in Shemites. So therefore, Shevet Levi was not therefore appointed as the the foreman over the slaves. Therefore, they missed out on this opportunity. Right, unlike all the other on the seam, to 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 sacrifice literally their their bodies for for another yet. So it's for that reason that they were then omitted from the bringing the kabbonis or bringing the sacrifices of the mishkan in, in on its inaugural day, and that's what disturbed. That's what disturbed. Aaron says, "Oh, chaval, 
such a such a terrible thing. We lost out on the opportunity to be able to be moist and nevish and therefore be part of the of the Kabbalists. That's what that's what the president was. The president that someone else had an opportunity to do a mitzvah, someone else had an opportunity to to give of themselves and, and we and we uh, we had if we sort of asked someone sort of off off the cuff uh uh who would you describe as an outstanding individual? So I mean I'm sure we'd get all kinds of answers depending on what the background and what the what the sort of reference was of the person we are. Some some people might consider a great a great philanthropist to be a a, a, a truly outstanding uh, 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 individual. Some might uh, you know see a tzaddik as being a, a, you know, a, a tremendous person or a, you know, a great uh, a going at Amal Chokhom might, might be someone's uh, definition you know maybe someone who, who really works on behalf of the, of the community like, a, like an Askan or something maybe he's really upset they're all, they're all not wrong the Gemara gives a very very clear answer to this to this, uh, to this uh, question it's Gemara in Namakas on Davchof Beis and Beis Omar Rava Rava says how foolish are some people the that they'll stand up for a sefer Torah and they don't give the same kind of honor to a gavra rabba right who, who interprets and, and, and learns the Torah right uh, why? The ilu our boy. What's the greatness of a, of, of, of a Talmud, of the, of his Gavarabba? And the Torah, when describing the number of lashes that a person should get if he, do, if he violates one of, one of the dictates of the Torah, one of the negative commandments, he gets lashes and the Torah says, our boy You have to hit him 40 times. Lo Yosef, don't add more than that. And the Chachamim, Came along, and uh, and they said, no, don't make it, uh, don't give forty lashes. Give instead forty nine. Even though he's uh, he's done a very very serious uh, offense, the Rabbanon came and and uh, say, no, the Torah meant that you're only supposed to get thirty nine lashes, and and they removed one one lash. So the Gemara itself asks two questions on the statement. Number one, in fact, it's interesting. Uh, in, if you look at the Gemara, they first talks about uh, Gavro Rabba, talks about the Loim Yitmei Kavre Gavro Rabba, and then it talks for Osu Rabbonon and Batsuchan, and then it talks about the Rabbonon who came and uh, and 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 remove one. So why does it first? Why does it change the language from Gavro Rabba? And someone who in, interprets the Torah, and then it goes to to uh, to, to talks about the the uh, the Rabbanon. Secondly, why why did the Gemara choose this example to show the 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 uh, I don't know the, the accuracy and, and 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 the special license that Chazal have to interpret the Torah when there's so many you now hundreds. Of, of, uh, of examples where Chazal have added to or tempered or changed or interpreted the, 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 the Torah. But, I mean, for instance, the Torah says, uh, you have to sit in the, in the sukkah 
or, or, or keep Shabbos. And, and the Chachamim came along and, and, uh, compiled a whole Masechah, a Masechah Shabbos, a whole Masechah Sukkah on these two, on these two. Why is it Dafka, the greatest Chazal? They, they changed the laws of, of, of Mount. And, and really the answer to both questions together is, is uh, that Chazal really want to define for us who is the epitome of a Gavra Rabba? Who is a truly, truly great person? Who's not standing individual? Not necessarily the Goin or, or, or the Tzaddik or, or even the, the, the great, the great uh, uh, philanthropist, but rather an individual whose, whose penchant in life, whose desire in life is to alleviate pain and worry from another, another Jew. The Nesim are exemplary in being the, this Gavarabba because of what they did, even, even, uh, even, even, uh, uh Mitzrayim. In fact, uh, bring down that, the, the word Gavarabba and the words Hanesim of the same, of the same Gamacha, that Mamish, that that's what a, that's what a Gavarabba is, someone who is there to help and, and lend an ear and, 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 and be involved with helping other people. It's a, it's a famous story of the, uh, of the, of, of the Tzanza, the Tzanza Rov, the Dibre Chaim, took place actually on the day of his, of his, uh, was Chasna. Says, uh, as the Kala was looking out of the window of her, of her room, she saw Chasna arriving at, at the wedding with his, uh, with his parents, getting off the, the, the wagon, and she was shocked because she noticed that he had a, a, a limp. She broke out crying hysterically and, and refused to go to the chuppah with a physically defective individual, even though <laughs> Sandra was a, was a world-renowned Tom uh, Chochem and, and and her parents couldn't couldn't calm her calm her down, and and the whole the whole situation was was hanging the balance and the. The, 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 her father, the future father-in-law went, went over to the chassan and to tell what had, uh, what had occurred with his, uh, with his very, very distraught, uh, daughter. Tanzarav asked if he could have a few words alone with her. He entered her room and began speaking to her and said to her, you know, Chazal says, Gemara and Saita, that 40 days before a person is even born, their, their shidduch is already formalized and it's already presented in, in Shemayim. He says, I was zoiche to see who my shidduch was going to be 40 days before you, my dear Kala, were, were born. And I also saw that you unfortunately were destined to be born with a, a, a defective, a defective leg, leg. And I felt so sorry for you and, and, and your future suffering that I fasted and davened for you that your defect should rather become mine instead of yours. Baruch Hashem, I see that my fervent fillers were, 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 were answered. Now, let's, let's be, let's be realistic. None of us can really be a, 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 a Gavra Rabba on the level of, 
of the Nesim where you're going to get beaten up for somebody else, or certainly not on the level of the of, of the Divrei it's, it's not really that possible. But to do what we can to relieve the pain or suffering or worrying of, of others, that's something surely we can we can do. We can manage to 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 fit into those those shoes. Once you understand that our deepest connection to to other Jews, right, comes from the highest place of Shem, and the Shamas are all joined together. It's There's all one one uh, one uh, source for all of Anishamas. So it makes it easier to really concern oneself with people who are in unfortunate uh, situations in 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 Klaiso. You know, there's sometimes one can even relieve pain by just listening to their to their suffering, listening to their plight, listening to their difficulties, helping with a with a problem, helping with a you know. I don't know, housework or, or something like that. Make, making a phone call to individuals who never are, are stuck at home or are, or, or, or are lonely, whatever, whatever it might, whatever it might be, or, or they can't go, you know, they can't go shopping. So to go do shopping for others, there's so many opportunities where it's a matter of small sacrifices, right? Of time or energy or, or you know, kind of just some positive and encouraging words. That's the way to become a real Gavra Rabba and become a Mishkan in which HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to, wants to dwell just as we find by, by the, by the Nisim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to be there, but then they brought the Kabbalists and, and then the Shkina, and then the Shkina came, came, uh, came down. Rashi brings the Chazal that Hashem told Aaron, that his lighting of the menorah is even greater than the Nassim's Kabbalah. Don't worry the fact that you weren't included in the bringing of, of the, of the, uh, Hanukkah Sanasim. I'm giving you something even greater, says HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that is the lighting of the, of the, uh, of, of the menorah. How is that true? How is that true that lighting the menorah is greater than even, uh, uh than Nassim's Kabbalah? In what way? Is, is, is that true? So perhaps, we can uh, apply the the the, the shot of the of the Chavetz Chaim Zatzal. The Chavetz Chaim says the Mishnah the Mishnah says that the Talmud Torah connected Kulam. Literally, Torah uh, learning is corresponds to all of the other mitzvahs. And the Chavetz Chaim explains this to mean as like a, a marshal. Says there are two two Jews. One is learning in the base of Medrash. And the other is walking on the, on the street. Suddenly, he sees a yid having a heart attack and being trained in, in whatever, CPR. So, Baruch Shem, he's able to resuscitate the yids and he returns to, to normal. Chazal say about such a person, nefesh achas Israel. Someone who says even one Jewish life, it's as if you saved an entire, an entire world. So it was that saving that one yid, that which is, is the whole world. But what about the other yid? What about the yid who wasn't even aware of the heart attack was, was happening? He was busy in the base of Medrash. He was sitting and, uh, and, and, and learning. So the truth is, he is still greater. 
Because we don't know what, what Zchusim he provided by his Torah that may have made it be that this person was even aware of the fact that there was something going on. So obviously one has to, <laughs> definitely, uh, 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 if you're learning and you become aware of Chassam, some kind of dangerous situation, of course you have to stop your learning for Bikuach Nefesh. However, in this scenario, there was no obligation to save a life. He, was, he wasn't even aware of it. Yet, he's still greater than the one who actually saved the life. Why? How can that be? I was out, I was out there, I was busy pumping away at his heart. Surely, he's the hero. So the answer is that every word of learning constantly saves the world from, from imminent destruction. Saving life is ke'ilu. It's as if you saved a, 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 a world. Learning Taira is actually saving the world. It's not ke'ilu. It is every word of Taira that we learn is, is, is a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous effect on everything in this world, in the worlds of, in, 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 in the upper worlds. It's all affected by our, by our, by our learning. And the Menorah symbolizes Torah Shabbat, the, the oral Torah. Aaron lighting the Menorah also affected and, 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 uh, and infiltrated and inspired the hearts of Claudio. Why? To be, to be fired up. There was a fire. To be fired up to learn Torah with a, with a, with a geshmach, with energy, with enthusiasm, right? With bizarizas to make time every single day to sit and learn Torah because that is what keeps the world going. Nothing else is, is as important as the sitting and learning of Torah. And therefore his mitzvah of lighting a menorah is therefore even a greater one than the Nisim who sacrificed themselves to save Yidden by being beaten in their place. Torah learning is, is like life itself. It's not just an act of, of, of preserving, of preserving life. And therefore, the, the, the gift that Aaron was, was given, the lighting of Menorah, which represents, of course, Torah Shabbat which represents the oral Torah, the Torah that's, that's where, where we're allowed to use our intellect, we're allowed to use our mind, we're allowed to think about it and, and, and speak about it and, and delve into it and come up with different understandings and and and, and shut them and, and and seek the MS, seek the ultimate truth of what our Kodesh Baruch is, is, is wants from us and, 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 and his message in every word of the Torah. And that in itself is so pure and, and, and so exalted and so close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that it's, it's the greatest thing a person can do. And, and it's not just that you're involving yourself, you're, you're just a, a bench warmer thinking about, you know, I don't want to go out to work, I just want to sit and avoid the world. No! People who are learning Torah and they're, and they're doing it with Monsieur Stefish and they're doing it properly and, they're, and they're, they're, they're keeping the times that they need to keep and really putting their energy into it, are really the, the most important people in the world because they they save the world. They 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 keep the world going in itself. And who knows what's what's avoided, what what danger, what terrible things are are, are avoided by the people sitting and 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 learning. That was Nechama 
to Aaron Akane. And even though later on says that the Raman says it became the the uh, the light of the menorah of of Hanukkah. That's why we, we that Aaron's mitzvah was preserved, and uh, not only in the base mikdash, but that we still light the light of Hanukkah. And Hanukkah is the is the Chag, is the Yontav of Torah Shabbat Peh, where we celebrate the the the, the oral Torah and, and the efforts that were made to keep the Avodah in the base mikdash going and and and, and the Chachamim a learning Torah, and that's that's our, our message. That especially in this time. Where, where people are in danger. It's still, it's still, we don't, we don't know what's happening. No one knows what's happening. And anyone who claims he does is probably not 100% being, being honest. What, what we need is we need to preserve life. We need to do everything we can to, to be those Nassim, be those Gavra Rabba, be those great people that are concerned for people, that, that care about other people, that put out, put out in small ways that phone call, that little smile, that do something for Christ. But mostly, if we're, if we're doing chesed and we're learning Torah and we are the real lifesavers, we are the real life preservers, we are life itself. We'll be back in a moment. This is 101.9 Chai FM. The program is Soul to Soul. There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos only on 101.9 Chai FM. One one point nine Chai FM. It's the soul to soul on Friday afternoon here in Johannesburg. We're back with our final segment, a little bit of halacha. We're learning the laws of Cholamayin. We started last week to talk about some of the things that we do on Cholamayin. We haven't yet gotten quite to the to what is permitted and forbidden. Please, God, we'll get to that in future shurim. One of the big issues on on Cholamayin that uh, has uh, evokes uh, some. A discussion amongst the, the halach authorities is the question about wearing tefillin on, uh, on chal, on Do we, so there's this, it's machlekes amongst the, the Rishonim whether or not we wear tefillin on, on cholamayit. So obviously we know on Shabbos and Yontif itself, so it's forbidden to wear tefillin. Why? Because the tefillin is called Vayalachala Ois Al Yadcha. Tfilm is called a sign, right, to, of the connection that exists between the Rabbani Shlalem and the Jewish nation. But since Shabbos and Yontif are themselves called signs, so therefore anyone who puts Tfilm on, on Shabbos and Yontif, so he's really uh, uh, maligning and, 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 and disregarding the sign of those, of those holy days. So that's why you can't wear Tfilin on actual Shabbos Ayyantim. Now, as regards Cholamoids, so there are two schools of thought. Some say that since that some of the Malacha, some of the forbidden activities in Yantiv are permitted on Cholamoids, so therefore, you can't really say that Cholamoyed itself is considered an ice because we find that there's some, there's some, uh, uh, work that is permitted on, on Cholamoyed. And therefore, one would be required to put on Tvilin on, uh, on a Cholamoyed, like, like on a weekday. And, and that is the minig of many people in, uh, amongst the Ashkenazim. Some say that just like we see, 
that Cholmoid Pesach, the, the prohibition of, of eating chametz applies just as strongly on the intermediate days, on the days of Cholmoid, as it does on, on the, on the Yont of itself. Or the, uh, mitzvah to sit in, in a sukkah. So it applies as much on Cholmoid sukkahs as it applies on the Yont of, on the Yont of itself, and Yont of itself. So therefore, that, that is those, the mitzvahs that we do on the, on the Yamtav, the, the eating of matzah, the not eating of chametz, the sitting in the sukkah, that is the ice which creates the connection between the Jewish nation and, and, uh, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And, and therefore, in order not to in any way uh, uh, degrade the special sign of, of the Mayadim, therefore, Chalmoyed also they say it would be also to, to wear, to wear tefillin. And, and that is, that's, uh, the, the minig, uh, of, of, of the, the Sfadim. That's the minig of the, some of the, uh, Ashkenazi Jews. For instance, in, uh, in Ertisrael, no one wears tefillin. They follow the, the custom of the, uh, of the, uh, of the Vilna Gun. And therefore, basically, uh, uh, um, between the, those who follow the Lagoon and, and the Hasidim and the Svarim, the meaning is not to wear tefillin at all. However, uh, uh, for those people that have the meaning to wear, to wear tefillin. So, so in, in Chutzlaret, where the prevalent meaning is to wear tefillin. So therefore, if one is in a shul where the meaning is to wear, to wear tefillin, one should where tefillin, one shouldn't stand out as being as being different, as being parish uh, and and not wear and not wear tefillin. And certainly, if you are a tefillin wearer and you are dominating in a minion where no one is wearing tefillin, then you should not wear tefillin there, because that again puts you puts you in in, in, a, in you know makes you look different. Uh, what what many do in a situation where they are not tefillin wearers, but they're dominating with a million of people who are, so you can put on tefillin and and simply have in mind that since uh, uh, if or if I'm not obligated to wear tefillin today, then I should not be fulfilling a mitzvah. I'm just wearing boxes on my on my hand and and uh, and, and heads, and then you can use you can get away. You can get away with it just by having the the kavana not to be out to the the mitzvah. And obviously, if one's davening in a place where uh, they they don't wear tefillin and you wear tefillin, then of course one should uh, said go home and then and put on tefillin uh, in in the privacy of your home, not in not in public. And that certainly would be the way. Let's say for someone uh, who's is in there to show people studying there, where the minig is not to wear it. If you're a tefillin wearer, then Go daven in a minion without tefillin, and then come home, put on your tefillin, say shema, and and uh, fulfill the mitzvah, fulfill the mitzvah that uh, that that way. So that's as far as that is is uh, is concerned. Now, because it is cholamoid, so some of the laws regarding the the simcha of of yontiv and eating eating uh, uh, meals on on cholamoid. And even dress, uh, apply also on, on, uh, on, uh, on Chalmoid. It's a, it's a mitzvah for every single yid to, to rejoice with their family and anyone who's sort of part of their household also during the days of, uh, of, of Chalmoid. 
Because it said, we bought the puzzle. The puzzle in, in, uh, Pashas for says, the Samach Tov Bechagecho. You have to rejoice on your Chak. Ato, Ato Bonecho, Bitecho, Abdacho, Vamasacho, Valevi, Vageva, Yosem, Asher, Vamana, Asher, Vikebecha, and all the people that are, sorry, that are, uh, Bisharecha, that are, that are amongst you. So that, that's an obligation. And, and that obligation, and that mitzvah of, of Simcha has to be, how do we, how do we express the, the simcha, how do we demonstrate our state of simcha? So it's two things. Number one, it's the way we eat, the kind of meals we have, and the way, the way we, uh, we dress. Because both the, the demonstration of, of what we eat and what we wear, these are quite obvious things that people are, are, are used to, people enjoy. People enjoy wearing nice clothes. People enjoy having, having good, uh, having good food. And, uh, if truth is also, even even in addition, so on, on a, to a certain uh, aspect, Cholamoy is really also we discuss is also considered mikroy kodesh is considered a time of of holy of holy uh, getting together, and therefore, it's a a mitzvah to to sanctify and make Cholamoy special with the eating and and drinking and wearing and wearing nice nice uh, nice clothing, therefore. It's a mitzvah that on every single day of Cholomoyed to ideally have two meals, one in the evening and one the next morning. And it's a mitzvah to eat at each one of those meals uh, a bread and the other food that you enjoy, that you enjoy eating. And it's a mitzvah to drink at those meals wine, which again, which, uh, which makes you unhappy. It doesn't have to be illogical. You can just have a, 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 a revius. If you have a, a 85 mils, 90 mils of wine, that's certainly fulfilling the obligation. One doesn't have to go over, over, overboard. Right? And other things, yeah. And if any, any, uh, if you don't want to have wine and any other alcoholic type of, of, uh, of beverage, you can fulfill this mitzvah of simchas, uh, simchas yantar. But wine is still, it's, it's a mitzvah minamufchor. It's the best way to fulfill the mitzvah is in fact to have to have uh to have uh to have wine. Uh that's that's the the most khashiv of all the of all the drinks. And if someone if someone enjoys eating meat, so then it's best that the that you should have on 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 the meals of, of Khalamoid, you should have a real real meat, animal animal meat or or, or, or chicken but Something that falls under the meat, meat heading. And, and obviously if a person, uh, 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 goes out of his way and, and wants to demonstrate and show his honor and, and respect for the Yom Tovim and actually spends money to, to have his family enjoy the eating and drinking. Again, not to stuff your face, but to do it, L'shem Shemayim, to do it to celebrate the, the, the Yontif. And, and to, and to feel a sense of, of joy and closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu on, on the Yantar. So the Chazal say that he gets a, 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 a double prize for, for, for doing that. Um, obviously if there's someone who eating two meals a day, uh, is, is going to, is going to be difficult for him. He can't, he can't, uh, eat two proper meals every, every day. So then, okay. So then just have at least one 
one meal where you sit down and have a proper and proper meal with ideally I say some some meat and uh, and, and wine or whatever food it is that makes you happy, whatever it is that you enjoy, if you enjoy uh, Brussels sprouts, then that's uh, that's also fun. That will give you the oinig, that will give you the, the simchav yontif. That's, that's, uh, that's fine. Many gets to put a, a tablecloth on the, on the table all the time of, of, uh, of Chalmoyed, as we would on, on a Shabbos or, or, or yontif. However, since uh, the reality is that the days of Chalmoyed are not actually Yomtiv. So the, the having of, of proper meals, you know, with, with, uh, with bread, it's only a, it's a mitzvah to do, but it's not like Yontav. Yontav is an obligation to eat, to eat bread. On Chalmayr, it's, it's a mitzvah you do it. But if someone doesn't want to eat, uh, a bread on, on, on the Sudas of Chalmay, he's allowed to. There's no obligation to vas and have bread on, on Chalmay. Or, if someone doesn't want to have, uh, uh, too much to eat, and doesn't want to drink wine, that's also, that's fine. There's no obligation. But, provided that what is meals on Chalmay should be something better than his normal, and, 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 and something that he, that he enjoys enjoys uh, uh, eating, right? And if he just eats the same way on, on Chalmoyed as he does on the, on the weekday, so then you are, what the, what the Mishnah in Pekiyavus calls, you're showing a lack of respect for the Mayan by not treating you with any higher degree of, of, uh, of respect. And, and Gemara says, someone shows disrespect for the Yom Tovim, so it says, it's not, not a good thing at, uh, at all. Well, I, okay, so that is right. And, uh, since there's no obligation, we said, to eat bread on the meals of Cholomoyed, so therefore the halacha is, if a person did eat bread, and in benching, forgot to mention Yalavayavah in the benching, he doesn't have to repeat the whole benching. Because the, the rule is that where uh, eating of bread is not obligatory, well, it's, a, it's a mitzvah, but the, well, there's no obligation to have bread, then if you forgot to mention the, the specialty of that day, to say, you don't have to bench uh, a, a second time. Right? However, uh, obviously, if it's, uh, if it's Yontav or Shabbos, where you obligated to eat bread, so then you have to... Uh, then you'd have to go, certainly in the first two meals, uh, you know, the night meal, and you'd have to go back and, 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 uh, and, and finish it. It's also a mitzvah to wear, uh, nice clothing, clothing that make you happy, and, and some people even wear their chalmoy, their, their yomtov clothing, or, 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 or Shabbos clothing, but that's, again, not obligatory, but it's, it, it's what's obligatory is that the way you dress has to be different than the way you dress on on, uh, on, on, uh, on, on weekday. And, and to do things, to do things that make you happy, and that's where the, the outings come from, and that's where the, 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 the singing and dancing and, 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 uh, you know, going on trips, each person according to what they, what they enjoy. That's gonna be all for today. Just give me a, a moment to thank you all for listening to us, for being part of our radio family, for making the time to come and share some toy with us. And I just wanna wish you a very, very warm, in many senses, uh, a Shabbos together as families, as units, and to each and every one of you, a beautiful Shabbat Shalom.